Hi, this is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast recording of the Old Testament. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort's been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. I'll be using for the text the Joseph Smith translation of the Old Testament, along with many commentaries from general authorities of the Church, BYU professors, Bible scholars, and others. This format will be very detailed, and so if you want a deep analysis of the Old Testament, you come to the right place. Thanks for your attendance. Hi, welcome back. This is going to be for Isaiah chapter 64. Now, a lot of this is also similar to section 133, verses 40 to 45. So I'll let you read those. Verse 1, now these are incidents of the second coming. Oh, that thou wouldst rend the heavens, that thou wouldst come down, that the mountains might flow down at thy presence. In other words, tear open the veil. As when the melting fire burneth, the fire causeth the waters to boil, to make thy name known to thine adversaries, that the nation may tremble at thy presence. When thou didst terrible things which we looked not for, thou camest down, the mountains flowed down at thy presence. For since the beginning of the world men have not heard nor perceived by the ear, neither hath the eye seen, O God, beside thee, what he hath prepared for him that waiteth for him. That sounds a lot like what happened to the Nephites when the Savior visited, huh? I have not seen, neither the ear heard the things which Jesus prayed for them. Verse 5, Thou meetest, or reaches out to, or makes intercession for him that worketh righteousness, and rejoiceth him that remembereth thee in thy ways. In righteousness there is continuance. Behold, thou art wroth, for we have sinned, and in, in, in those in con, is continuance. In other words, worlds without, without end, and such shall, we, shall be saved. They that do always remember him. But we have sinned, we all are all as an unclean thing, and all our un, uh, all our righteousnesses are as filthy rags, and we do all and we all do fade as a leaf, and our iniquities, like the wind, have taken us away. Even though we do righteous acts, we are still fallen, imperfect, and unclean before the Lord. Only when our righteousness is combined with the righteousness of Christ can we receive exaltation, who justifieth the wicked for reward and take away the righteousness for the righteous from him. So, in other words, we have to rely upon the atonement of Christ if we want to be exalted. Verse 7, And there is none that calleth upon thy name that stirreth, him, that stirreth up himself to take, away, to take hold of thee, for thou hast hid thy face from us. No one is trusting on the Lord and his mercy. The people's sins have so clouded their spirits that they no longer recognize God's presence in their lives. Verse 8, But now, O Lord, thou art our father, we are the clay, and thou art our potter. And thou, our potter, we are all the work of thy hand. Even though we have sinned and fallen short of our potential as thy children, we know that thou art our father, and we desire to repent and to be worthy of thee. Be not wroth very sore, O Lord, neither remember iniquity forever. Behold, see, we beseech thee, we are all thy people. Thy holy cities are a wilderness, Zion is a wilderness, Jerusalem a desolation. Our holy and our beautiful house, where our fathers praise thee, is burned up with fire, and all our pleasant things are laid waste. That was about the destruction of the temple. Wilt thou refrain thyself for these things, O Lord? Wilt thou hold thy peace and afflict us very sore? Uh, so that has to do with mostly with the second coming, and uh, we'll see what happens next chapter. Bye.